Welcome to Rocktown Emergencies, a podcast that focuses on emergency services in the Shenandoah Valley of Virginia. It includes law enforcement, fire departments, rescue squads, volunteer and career, and others throughout the emergency services industry. Now, here's your host, Paul Helmuth. This week is National EMS Weekend. We're going to continue our talking with Scott Vanderkooi. Scott is the EMS Program Director for Blue Ridge Community College. In this episode, we talk about EMS as a career and what to expect from the Blue Ridge Community College EMS classes. You've talked about the hospitals. You've talked about the industrial realm. Um, I know there are doctor's offices that will hire paramedics um, to do specific monitoring for specific kinds of patients to assist them within the area. Um, so the area has a lot of opportunity, as you said, it's and it's growing. Um, how about nationwide? What are the other options uh, that paramedics have in expanding what they're doing and, and broadening what you know, their outreach is? Honestly, it's the, uh, I would say EMS is still relatively young. If you think about nursing that's been around for hundreds of years, you look at EMS and how we view EMS right now as a system is from the 60s. So we're very young in, in the grand scheme of, of professions, um, but we've flourished so much. Coming from an area where it was just paramedics in the back of an ambulance, to now you have EMTs and paramedics on SWAT teams. You have EMTs and paramedics that go on cruise ships. Um, One of my collateral duties from my last job was I traveled with the football team and the football team had a paramedic at every game in case something happened. We also had physicians, but um, my job was to start IVs for everyone that cramped up, had to hurry up and get them back on the field. So there's, there's all kinds of stuff, industrial, there's traditional fire, just about every municipality that I've heard of requires now EMT for their fire side of the house. Um, most are requiring it, and I, I see that as it becomes more and more achievable, more and more agencies will start requiring it. And, uh, you know, there really is no, I guess you could say, cap to the possibilities that that EMS could continue to move into. Well, and you're looking at, you know, several new things on the industry. You have community paramedicine, which is providing a whole different scope for EMS providers out there, which is providing, and I don't want to say competing with, but supplementing some home health care where people either don't qualify for home health care or haven't met that need yet, but are putting that burden on a 911 system, a community paramedic sort of helps alleviate some of that in those areas by providing that, you know, first approach or that intervention before it becomes an issue. Um, and that you f- you'll see that expand over the country over the next several years. So that gives them a lot of options. Oh, absolutely. And I, I think community paramedicine is something that the writing is on the wall. Everyone from hospital administration to legislators are seeing that this is definitely something that needs to happen because we're having um, wait, waiting lines and, and ERs are getting longer and longer every day, especially in big cities. Um, and that's a lot of it is because of some of the um, very basic, easy readmits that come through that paramedics, if they meet them at their house, could make sure that everything is handled, that person is satisfied and, and 
has the medical attention they need without having to clog up an emergency room. So let's talk a little bit about the, the more specific about your program here at Blue Ridge. Um, what can they expect when it comes to labs and how they're evaluated or, you know, what, what is entailed in the paramedic curriculum that you have here? If, if I have no exposure to EMS and I'm really coming in this with, I took an EMT class and I really want to, you know, explore this paramedic thing and take this class because I took paramedic back in 1994-95 and I had students in my class that had really only ridden maybe 10 hours in an ambulance through their EMT class. What can a new person expect as they come through your paramedic program? Well, one of the biggest things that I find as a huge benefit to training is realism. So Again, that comes from my my background in the military where you really can't know how you're going to fight, so to speak, unless you practice to fight. So what I want to do with our program is give our students every opportunity to basically live those scenarios in a somewhat controlled environment under a little bit of a stressful situation. So that way, when it happens to a real human and they put their hands on someone's family member, they're not stressed out beyond their capabilities. They have a clear mind and are able to figure out exactly what needs to be done and do it in an expeditious manner. So you're creating an environment where it's more realistic than what people have seen in the past. So they're not, it's not as scary on their first patient encounter because they've, they've been under that situation kind of before. Absolutely. So there's really no way to get around a lot of the um, information delivery. There's still going to be time in a classroom, time sitting at a desk, but it's we're getting further and further away from someone just standing up and lecturing. We're really getting into more of a application and critical thinking aspect where we make the class really think about what would you do in this situation and why? And then we go and put it into a scenario. So we really do a crawl, walk, run, um, and then throw students into as close to realistic scenario as we possibly can. And some of it comes down to the, uh, the acting skills of some of our instructors. That, 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 but the instructors really like to act and, you know, ham it up just a little bit. Some of them can be kind of dramatic and scary, <laughs> like they've seen it before. Uh, yeah. Or they've been in that situation and just want to make it just a little bit yeah. difficult for that Absolutely. student. Um, when it, the curriculum in Virginia has really, really changed, not just for Virginia, but nationwide when it comes to paramedics. So the one thing that I would probably share with someone who's been an intermediate for probably longer than five years is you should ex not expect to see the normal skill stations that you saw in the past, um, that not the normal mega code that you saw in the past. Um, they really put you in more real life circumstances now and evaluate the much bigger picture than just a couple check boxes to say, yeah, you did a head to toe assessment. Yes, you did, you know, that sample history or the OPQRST. Um, it's, it's much bigger than that now with the new curriculum, correct? Yes, absolutely. And that's, Again, that was put on by a lot of the states made complaints and wanted change. So National Registry actually changed their testing mechanism from individual isolated skills 
can you start an IV? Can you put on a traction splint? They took away a lot of those things and put it into a full 20-minute scenario. So anything that could go wrong is going to go wrong, and you have to know how to deal with it. So I think that that'll provide that real-life experience, and it gives a better evaluation tool for to me, the instructors and the students. Um, a lot of people used to complain, you know, you're doing this IO station and all they see, all you do is measure this one thing for six minutes, literally. And, you know, this I think provides that much bigger picture. Now, there's still probably some of that when it comes to some of the skill stations, but I, th- I think you're right. It right. puts much bigger emphasis on w- how you're approaching your patient and the overall care. Right. And that's that's one of the things that they really wanted us to try and focus on was not just can someone give good patient care, but do they also know how to talk to a patient? Do they know how to talk to a family member? Can they work well with their team members? And that's something that's also evaluated in this 20 minute scenario in virtually all scenarios that we have, whereas you're not starting an IV on a just a rubber arm, you're actually going up to a real person and talking to them, and that standardized patient or that actor is going to tell you what's wrong with them, what hurts, what doesn't feel good, what they're thinking or feeling. All right. Now, we have a couple minutes left. What I would like to ask you is, is talk a little bit about, you know, EMS as a industry. What do you think um, the biggest issues with the EMS industry today are? What are we facing? Um, to be honest with you, the, the one of the biggest things that I see in the industry is the community is not necessarily aware of everything that we can do. So as paramedics, as EMTs, um, we're, we're not just drivers of ambulances. We don't just pick you up and drop you off at the hospital. Um, there's a lot of work that goes into becoming an EMT and a paramedic. And uh, we have a lot of skills. We have a lot of medications. We have a lot of opportunities to do a lot of good for people. Um, if they understand and, and were to, to realize that, the field of EMS would continue to grow even more. So as, as far as how I see the industry right now, it's community awareness and the opportunities for us to get out there and um, educate the, the general community in basic health care needs is, uh, is definitely a way that we're going to be able to accomplish that education for them. What do you think will change the biggest in the next 10 years in terms of EMS? Hmm. That's a, that's a pretty good question. There's, there's a lot of things that are going to continue to change. And um, I think the, I believe the scope of practice for um, just about all provider levels are going to continue to grow. We're going to get more and more opportunities to do things. Um, we're going to get access as technology continues to grow. We'll have access to much faster diagnostic tools. Um, things that some agencies right now absolutely could not afford, ultrasound, Doppler, um, iStats, you know, portable lab type equipment. Those things will continue to grow. And as those grow and we have better diagnostic capabilities in the field, our treatment, our early treatment is going to grow enormously. So if someone's interested in the program here at Blue Ridge Community College, how do they find out more information? Um, the easiest way is to go on to the Blue Ridge Community College website. 
Um, from there, searching under programs, you can find the EMS programs. It'll outline each of the certificates and what is required. Um, it also has my contact information. Um, I have emails go directly to my phone, so I answer emails virtually 24-7. If I'm awake and looking at my phone, I'll answer an email. So I definitely appreciate those people that will ask questions. If they want to know something, don't assume because you may assume wrong. I, I came from somewhere else. I'm not a uh, born and raised Virginian, so I don't necessarily operate like maybe some of the other programs in the area. So absolutely feel free to ask questions um, because I'm always learning too. So if people ask questions, I'll know what the next generation of students may need. Maybe a daytime class instead of a nighttime class or a weekend class instead of a weekday class. I'm always willing to look at what people need and by asking questions, finding out what they need, what I can do to help them, the easiest way is via my email. So Blue Ridge Community College's website is brcc.edu. Correct. Just do a search for EMS programs. They should find it, and your contact information is there. It is. Wonderful. Scott, I want to thank you for spending this time with me and uh, answering these questions, and uh, I look forward to seeing how this program grows and the students that uh, it brings out into the community. Awesome. Thank you. I want to thank Scott Vanderkui from Blue Ridge Community College for joining me. If you're interested in exploring Blue Ridge Community College for emergency medical services training, just visit their website at brcc.edu. Type in EMS into the search bar located at the top right of the window. You'll find its link to Blue Ridge's EMS program as well as a link to Scott's contact information. This week is National EMS Week. If you're interested in an EMS career or volunteering, it's a great time to explore your local rescue squads and EMS agencies. Thank you for listening to Rocktown Emergencies, a podcast focused on emergency services in the Shenandoah Valley of Virginia. You can follow Rocktown Emergencies on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can find the podcast on most of your favorite podcast apps. If you want to email Paul, you can email him at paul at rocktownemergencies.com. Join us next time for Rocktown Emergencies and have a safe week.